When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Wednesday, April 5th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as Anali helps the show grow, but make sure you hit that auto-download button so you get the episodes as soon as they come out and leave a five-star review while you're at it. All right, today I want to talk about one of the most talked-about quarterbacks in the NFL really over the last few years, but especially this offseason. Yesterday I went and I ranked the top quarterbacks in the NFC Because frankly, in the NFC, there are not a lot of great quarterbacks. In the AFC, they're absolutely loaded. But one of the quarterbacks who has been arguably one of the best in the NFL over the last four years, and certainly for some of the seasons he has been, is Lamar Jackson. He remains unsigned uh, as of April 5th. There are certainly teams out there that need a quarterback. Um, And there's a lot of components to this. You know, being at the league meetings, being at the combine uh, over the past few months, I think that there is a hesitation around the league to sign Lamar simply because of the contract, right? I mean, it seems like he wants a fully guaranteed deal. You saw Jeremy Fowler of ESPN saying that while it might not be a fully guaranteed deal, he wants more than the $250 million guaranteed that Deshaun Watson got. So there is no question that signing Lamar is a big financial commitment for any team that decides to do it. And then you add in the fact that he's on the franchise tag where if they sign him, you give up two first-round picks. So it is a big commitment to sign Lamar. That being said, there are clearly some teams that would benefit from having him. Now, if you look at what Lamar is as a quarterback right now, I think that there's the perception of of Lamar and then there's what he's been the last two two years. I mean, he's really been in the league, you know, full time for around four or five years. I think it's actually four years. The first year he didn't play that much. And then these last four is when he's really been the full time starter. First two years, absolutely unbelievable. MVP, uh, you know, level of play, making the playoffs, putting up Madden like numbers, passing and throwing the ball. He was everything the Ravens could have hoped for. The last two seasons, though. We have to be honest about what Lamar was. In the last two seasons, a 15-9 and record, 33 passing touchdowns to 20 interceptions, only five rushing touchdowns, completing about 63% of his passes, and he's missed 10 games. And last year, as we saw, those were important games, including playoff games. So Lamar has earned the right to have his name mean something. He's been a big enough quarterback in this league. When you say Lamar Jackson, that matters. He has earned that. But if you just look at the numbers and took the name off of it, the last two years, he has not been the Pro Bowl top five quarterback that he was the previous two years. So when I, if I'm Lamar Jackson... and I'm picking where I'm going to go next, I understand making money the top commitment. I get it. Trust me. I'm not going to sit here and tell him to take less money to go somewhere, especially when you consider his injury history. But I also think he needs to go somewhere where 
he is going to have the ability to succeed because at this point, his career, I'm not saying it's in the balance, but after two bad years and this whole contract thing, he really needs a good year next season. He really needs a bounce back 2023 season, show he's one of the best in the league, reestablish himself as a top five quarterback in the NFL. And frankly, there are some teams where that's simply not going to happen. If he goes back to Baltimore, I'd be very surprised if it happened. They don't have much talent around him. Uh, They're not going to be the best team in their division. So I think that would be a tough spot for him to go. But when I look at where Lamar Jackson should sign, and frankly, two teams that should sign him, I think there's two very obvious options in terms of winning, but also team needs. I'm looking at the New York Jets and the San Francisco 49ers. Now let's start let's talk with the Jets first because obviously the Jets are committed it seems to trading for another quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has said he wants to go there. The Jets have been pretty, you know, without saying it outright, clear that they were going to they're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. In fact, the negotiations between the two teams, which frankly I think the Packers hold all the leverage. The Jets need a quarterback. The Packers are just dealing with a dead cap hit, which don't get me wrong. That matters that Aaron Rodgers has a big bonus coming, but they need to trade Rodgers for an asset. He's the most valuable player on their roster right now. So to me, it matters more that they get top dollar in terms of trade value than it matters that they, you know, just like will hold on to him. The Jets, on the other hand, need to get a quarterback. If I'm the Jets and I'm sitting here, I have more interest in Lamar Jackson than I do Aaron Rodgers. And for a few reasons. First is Aaron Rodgers might be on the the cusp of completely falling off. I know Lamar has not been great the last two years, but Aaron Rodgers was was not great last year in Green Bay. He's older, like considerably older. And frankly, when you look at him going from one team to another and like kind of the issues he had in Green Bay and how this whole trade thing is, is playing out, I don't know if bringing him onto the Jets is a winning situation for them. The Jets are set up for a quarterback to succeed. They have great receivers, great defense. The offensive line's good enough. They have good running backs. So Rodgers can go there and succeed. But I think you can get a quarterback like Lamar, who is younger, probably obviously going to cost more in terms of capital and draft picks, but he can be a guy that can be your quarterback for the next five years. Realistically, with Rodgers, you're looking at maybe two. You're looking at... insane pressure to win the Super Bowl next year. And then if he's good, maybe you have a chance in 2024. But realistically, it's only going to be two years with Rodgers of him being good. With Lamar, you're looking at multiple years. You're looking at somebody that can come in and truly establish himself as the franchise quarterback. All of his teammates will know he is going to be there. Lamar is a very popular player around the league. I don't think you can say the same thing for Aaron Rodgers. So Lamar would go to New York and he would be the guy. He would be the face of the franchise. His teammates would know they could build around him. It would be a true commitment to a franchise quarterback. Rodgers is, we have to win the Super Bowl this year or it's a complete bust. And frankly, I don't think they're good enough, especially when you look at the AFC. The Jets are still probably a year away from being that team. You bring in Lamar, and you have a real chance to win with him this year, but you also open a three- to four-year window of winning a Super Bowl. For Lamar, you go to a situation where you go from having nothing in Baltimore to play with to elite receivers on the Jets, good, like I said, good offensive line, good running game, a great defense to carry you if needed while you adjust to the team. I mean, Lamar could turn his career around in New York. 
And, you know, the division is certainly tough. The Bills, the Dolphins, like, it is a tough division. But the Jets are talented, and they could potentially win it if they got Lamar Jackson. So if I'm Lamar, I would seriously look at the Jets. The other team I would look at, and I think would be mutually beneficial, would be the 49ers. The 49ers right now have a smorgasbord of nothing at quarterback. Trey Lance, who knows, but ultimately... It's been two years. He's done absolutely nothing. Brock Purdy's coming off a serious arm surgery where he should be ready, but a major risk. Sam Darnold, maybe he catches fire under Kyle Shanahan, but he's not really anything. What the 49ers have is similar to the Jets where they have a win-now-ready roster, a roster that has been able to win despite not getting good quarterback play. You put Lamar Jackson in Kyle Shanahan's offense with that roster, that defense, those weapons— I mean, he could immediately go back to being one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. Like, he would have all the tools there. He would have an offensive mind that would know how to build around him. That is one concern with the Jets that the offensive coaches there, I'm skeptical of. The 49ers have maybe the maybe the best offensive head coach in the NFL. So if you're Lamar Jackson, you can go to San Francisco. You have weapons there. You have a running game you can lean on. You have an a defense that can carry you much like the Jets defense would be able to, but you have a far better head coach. So I think Lamar and for the 49ers, again, it would establish themselves as having a guy like Lamar's last two years, again, not great, but also a bad situation in Baltimore. If you 49ers can kind of end this carousel in, at quarterback, I think they, they would probably go to being, if not the favorite in the NFC, certainly right there with the Eagles, like right there. So I I think it would be a smart move for the Niners. And again, for Lamar, he could go and turn his career around in a wide open NFC. I mean, Lamar could go to the Super Bowl next year with the 49ers. He's probably not going with the Jets. He's definitely not going with the Ravens. With the 49ers, he could go to the Super Bowl. And there would be no better way for Lamar to turn his career around than go from being a free agent that's dealing with everything he's dealing with to being in the Super Bowl next year. So I think the 49ers make a ton of sense for them. Now, financially... And in terms of giving up draft picks, like I said, yes, getting Lamar is going to be expensive. The draft picks, the contracts. You look at the Jets, they have $9 million in cap space. The Niners, $3 million in cap space. So you look and go, they might be able to make this happen. But Deshaun Watson got a five-year, fully guaranteed $250 million deal in the first year of his cap was $9 million. So the Niners can find space. The Jets can find space. There's never a reason not to get a player because of money. If you're willing to pay him all the guarantees, you can find a way to work it in the cap. So while Lamar sits around and and waits, and unfortunately, he might have to end up signing with a team like Washington or go back to Baltimore. I know Atlanta said they're not interested, but I think he makes sense there. Like There are places he could end up, but the two best places and the places that would be both best for him and the team are the Jets and the 49ers. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. And I'll talk to you guys next time.